Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting where today I'm going to be talking about how we have to allow kids to do things in their time. So the big question is this, how are parents like us who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hey, welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about how we need to allow kids to do things in their time. Um, One of the things I think I am blessed to be able to do is to relate to and meet people where they're at. Why? Because I remember a great deal of my own childhood. I am in tune with my feelings around certain things uh, that happened to me at certain ages or in certain circumstances and I can uh, empathize with where people are coming from, sympathize and relate to in so many ways what they might be going through currently or what they could be going through in the future if they make certain choices. So for my own child, my son, the whole reason I you know, said this, they gotta do things in their own time, is I learned how to ride a bike at age five. My son is now eight and every ounce of me is a dad and and if I were to allow this, my pride to get in the way, I would have been frustrated with him and all kinds of other emotions. Uh, and probably secretly in certain ways, man, how can you not learn how to ride a bike? It's like not that difficult. You're athletic, you're gifted. And his whole thing was he had fear around falling. And I'm like, kids who ride bikes fall. That's just part of the process. Um, but once you learn how to ride, you don't fall. And so let's learn how to ride. And he's eight. And I did uh, an episode not too long ago about him riding a bike and him actually going straight, not really being able to turn. I had to run down the road with him and slow him down. But we've gone out a few times since, and he's gotten progressively better to the point where yesterday when he got home from school, we're at a, a early release week every day. He's getting home early, and we had an opportunity. He says, Dad, can I ride my scooter? And he can ride his scooter like a champ. It's like a little skateboard to him. He can do tricks and things on it. And he's comfortable with the balancing act of that. And then he came home and he said, can I ride the scooter? Yes, he rode it for a few minutes. He goes, well, can I ride my bike? And I was like, absolutely. Did I have time in my schedule for him to ride the bike? No, because I need to be there and fully present. Did I rearrange my schedule so that I could be there? Yes, because finally, at eight years old, I'm not trying to coerce him. And I'm not saying we'll go somewhere. I'm not saying I can do it right now. He's asking me, Dad, can I ride the bike? And as much as I wanted to say no, because I had other things to do, for me and for him, it was important in that moment. And what a moment it was. He rode up and down 
he turned to the left, he turned to the right, up and down the street. There's like a cul-de-sac, so he was able to turn around in a big cul-de-sac, but then he just had the width of the street towards the other end. And guess what? He turned around. And I said, hey, he was going from left, uh, from right to left turning. And then I said, can you go from uh, left to right and turn to the right? And he's like, I could try. And it was different. But he did it, and he did it on the other end, and he kept going around and around, and he would fall, and he'd learn to bail. And he said, Dad, my butt's kind of hurting. I said, that's because you're riding a bike. You're not used to it. And when Daddy rides a bike sometimes, and he hasn't ridden for a while, his butt hurts too. I said, are you done? No, can I go one more time? All right, but you gotta go three times. You go around three times, go up and down the street three times, turn around, then we're gonna be done. He went up and down three times and he fell. And he goes, Dad, can I go one more time? <laughs> and because he's wanting to ride the bike, something I've wanted for him to do, and he's asking to practice. I preach practice all day, every day. I, practice, I say, if you wanna be good at something, you gotta put in the time. And he's saying to me, Dad, I want to put in the time and I said and I laughed and I said one more time and he got up and he rode a few times and he fell and he goes oh dad dad I, I, I fell too soon can I go one one more time and he went back and forth about I don't know six or seven maybe eight times and finally I think he was just tired and he fell and he goes I said I think you should go one more time he goes no that's it <laughs> And I, I walked up to him and I gave him a big hug and I said, I'm proud of you. He says, he goes, that was fun. I said, it was fun watching you. But it was fun watching him because he learned in his time. I'm gonna share this other thought. Maybe with some of his friends are listening, I don't know. I know some of his friends' parents listen to the podcast. And uh, he, he still, he's eight years old. And I learned how to do these things at five. And I know he's not gonna go off to college with this challenge. He still doesn't know how to tie his shoes. And I don't care. I tie him every day. And I'm gonna tell you the impetus for wanting to ride a bike. We got him involved in something that he needed to learn how to ride a bike. The Boy Scouts do a bike excursion where they're all riding their bikes. And I said, if you don't know how to ride a bike, daddy can't sit there and be next to you while all your friends are out riding. You gotta know how to do that on your own. Him being involved in other extracurricular activities that almost kind of force him to learn these things because other kids are doing it, created the desire for him to want to do it because he wants to hang out with his friends. So I am just excited that we put him in things that are outside of his comfort zone that he's learning to do. And, uh, the neighbor saw me out there. He said, he's learning how to ride the bike. I said, he is. He goes, he's doing a good job. I said, I said, it brings me so much joy to watch him learn and grow. And I hope that's what you want for your kids. I, I hope these learning experiences, no matter when you think or when I think he should know how to ride a bike at five years old, because that's when I did it. It's just fun to watch him learn and grow at his pace because he's his own individual. Look, I don't know jack about parenting. I just know when we create expectations for certain things, we're often let down. And the expectation of a five-year-old knowing how to tie his shoes and ride his bike 
for this particular kid obviously was unrealistic. But I went with the flow and I met him where he's at. And today, he's a bike rider. We'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, at bethedadyouwishyouhad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to be the dad you wish you had.com now and get it while it's free.